Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to the weekly chat number 27. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a great week so far. And welcome back to the weekly chat. A lot of stuff's been going on lately. How you doing? A lot of stuff. We might as well open up with the rumors that Henry Cavill is supposedly back as Superman in that DCEU, Warner, Time Warner, Discovery. They're making it a focal point to develop Man of Steel 2. They're looking for a writer and director, I'm sure. And I guess they're going forward finally with what they should have been doing 10 years ago at DC Warner, Warner Brothers. Um, to finally focus the entire franchise of the DCEU on Man of Steel. Superman, I thought that was a no-brainer back after 2014's Man of Steel. I guess they just I lost I always their way. wanted a, just a sequel to Man of Steel instead of um, the fighting of Batman versus Superman's team up and then the Justice League. I always wanted just a number two. Of, yeah, we all wanted a Batman yeah. 1, uh, a Man of Steel 2, Wonder Woman 1, Wonder Woman 2... But we didn't get that, you know. I think we all know that whoever was running, oh, Warner we got Brothers, the Wonder Woman too. The people, yeah, who, <laughs> the people that were running DC and Warner Bros. at the time didn't want to do that. They wanted to hurry up and cash in on a team up. We've talked about this a thousand times, and they're clearly regretting the hell out of that decision and not developing their characters with solo movies. And now they're, I guess, trying to do that. We'll see. I don't. I honestly don't believe anything until Henry Cavill confirms it. Same. Me neither. Once Henry Cavill posts it on his Instagram, which I look at every day, obviously. Then I will know That's for it? sure. Not <laughs> every hour. No. Uh, he doesn't post that much. It's true. Um, but once he confirms it, then I'll be like, okay, it's happening. But until then, it's just, I think, speculation. It's just my Discover feed is so full of him that that's usually what I see. I honestly, I'm, I'm tired of the algorithm. You look at one post of, like, anything, and then all of a sudden all you see is that. Like, if you look at grilled cheese sandwich, grilled cheese all, sandwich. You <laughs> all you see. If you look at, like, like, uh, like I looked at a post of Daniel Craig's new movie, uh, Knives Out 2, and then my page is just all Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. It's just like it's getting absurd where you do – you look at one post of something and then you're inundated with it. Get a VPN, bro. Yeah, I guess I should. You can get a VPN for your phone and then uh-huh. they don't do that. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Too yeah, bad man. we aren't sponsored by one we anymore. used to be. They bailed on us. Well, they gave us a free year. That's true. I'll have to use it. You have a download. You just never did it. Anyways, moving, Anyways, <laughs> moving on. We'll see. I mean we all know Henry Cavill should be Superman. And fortunately, he's only 39. However, he's a very in-demand actor, but I'm sure doing Superman he would do without hesitation. Depending on who's involved, I'm sure they're putting they're going to put some very solid people in charge of the project in terms of writing and directing and, and spearheading and producing it. We'll see. Obviously, Snyder's out. Who are they going to get in to fill the shoes? I Hopefully, an a, accomplished director, an, an accomplished action director, not... Like uh, an indie one-timer who's going to come in and make a, a superhero movie for $250 million. I want like a very accomplished, skilled director. Yeah, I think I mean, there's plenty of options out there for filmmakers who haven't stepped into the ring of comic book movies. So there's still there's a lot to choose from. Lots of great filmmakers. I read that uh, Park Chan-wook, who's doing press for Decision to Leave, which we just watched today and was fantastic. He said he's interested in doing a Bond film. And I'm like, if... If there's anyone to make a Bond film, they should hire him immediately. That would be really cool. I think he can make a really, really terrific film. And Decision to Leave was amazing. All of his movies are excellent. And he could be a really new 
unique voice for that franchise. I don't know if they'd take a chance on him. I'm not sure. It would be an incredible movie, probably, and I would love to see what he could do with the Bond franchise and the character. That'd be really cool. Um, We'll see. I mean, who knows? They could probably even tap Nolan because Nolan's always been down to do it if he could reinvent the character. Like, if if Bond needed a rehaul, he would be down to do it. He always said that. Uh, Whoever gets the job, I'm sure they'll pick someone very skilled and accomplished like they have been in the past. Hopefully, I mean, I would love to see Park Chan-wook do it. We just saw a decision to leave today, and it was incredible. Really remarkable filmmaker. I highly recommend checking it out. It's a very limited release right now. We got to see it. We had to go to West Hollywood to check it out at the crappiest AMC of all time. <laughs> it's, it's a wet Man, AMC. I, I, it was terrible. For LA, it's bad. It's, it is it's pretty, pretty it's like pretty you, you walked in, and you're like, this is an AMC? Like, what is going on? <laughs> The theaters and the seats were fine. They were nice. The Inside theater. the the cinema is fine, but that that was the biggest screen they have. But there was a huge issue where oh as my soon God. as the movie started, it's a Korean South Korean film. It's subtitled for English. As soon as it started, subtitles were off screen like seventy five percent. They you were could, cut off. By you can make frame. out the words, but the crop job was just so bad on the screen. You could only see like the top third of the every letter. These people that are working at this AMC, you're, there's like, I couldn't believe it. I immediately, once the movie started, I ran out. I sprinted oh, out. Oh, yeah, we all heard. <laughs> I freaking, I was like, what the, f- what is going on? I ran out. I go into the lobby. There's just two guys chatting. And I go to them. I'm like, hey, the captions are cut off in this. Can you, can, is there anything you can do about it? And this guy goes, yeah, so, oh, yeah, that tends to happen sometimes when, you know, with the reformat and it depends on the aspect When I don't feel like doing my job. And I was like, (laughs) why are you telling me this? Just go fix them. We're trying to watch the movie. He's he's giving me an excuse. It's like, don't give me an excuse. It should never happen. It's like, how, I mean, come on, man. Should have been on on top of that. How long has this this movie's been playing this theater for a week? You haven't figured this out already? And like, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that he was like explaining the problem to me and I'm like fix the problem <laughs> I was like okay man can you get it done he's like oh yeah 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 oh you want me to do it oh, oh yeah oh yeah I thought you to come back I'll show you how to do it <laughs> I was like dude what the fuck oh you got, my God. you're playing one international film in this theater you can't figure that out it's a six screen theater too it's not there's not much that's going what I mean on. it's like yeah. the crappiest AMC and the in the even after he fixed it the image was still cropped on the sides but it is what it is um, but the movie was incredible really enjoyed it. The screen was pretty small, though, for the size of the theater. That the, that's the AMC, man. man that I don't AMC. like going to that. I, I used to go to that. I, uh, Hollywood, man. Hollywood. Because I had a friend who lived near there, and we would we would do, like, movie dates there. And I'm, we saw a few, like, small independent films. Like, I saw that Rachel Vice, Rachel McAdams one, and a few others. And I, and I just remember thinking, like, this AMC is crappy. And I haven't been back since we came today. And that was, like, years ago. But, you know. But we love AMC. We love AMC, but you guys got to stop playing so many trailers, honestly. <laughs> just to cut down on the trailers. So many 17 trailers. 17 trailers. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the time the movie starts, I'm like, I just I feel like I'm watching TV, I honestly. I'm in the bathroom again. <laughs> Starving. But although I'm never worried about being late for a movie anymore at AMC. Oh, no. Pro- yeah, it's, dude. It's hard to, it is hard to be late at an AMC movie. And yet, you have still, to plan it. You yet have to plan still it still happens every time we go to a pack, like a opening weekend there's still people who come in while the movie's like starting it's like you guys had 30 minutes after the showtime's initial time to get in here while all the trailers and, ad- and ads played and you guys are still late for the movie and it's i mean a- how could you miss nicole kidman come on seriously but like if, if you're late if you're late for an amc movie like you would if it, it started at the showtime it would have been like half of the movies already shown yeah 
Yeah, it is what it is. But I feel like you have to be on be late on purpose for a movie that starts that late <laughs> at AMC. <laughs> I miss ArcLight because they only did three trailers and then we were good to go. Uh, Juno's coming in the studio right now. Juno, yeah, we have the Juno's, door open. Yeah, it's it's chill, it's toasty. Yeah, he's a little scared the, of the fan. The heat wave came. He's like back. dancing in and out. Um, <laughs> oh, here it comes. But we have some cool news. We we are probably going to be doing some events pretty soon. I think. 2023 is going to be the year of live events for Raiders of the Lost podcast. We're gonna we're gonna partner with the company and do a li- a live global event. We will do like a live show in person, and it'll be broadcast live stream wherever you want in the world. All you have to do is get like a digital ticket, and you can tune in and watch the live broadcast. So we're, we're just started planning that today. We had a great meeting meeting with this company about it. And I think it will be really cool. It'll, it'll open the door to doing live events more frequently and like just traveling the country and going to different parts of the world and seeing if live events are something that we can afford with our budget. If like we can get enough people to show up to events that pays for the venue because the venues are really expensive when you book them for like several hours. Um, I, I was just looking at a bunch today in LA. It's, it's crazy how expensive some of them are, but you got to do what you got to do. So hopefully like we get people to sign up for and, and come in person and also buy tickets online to pay for the venue and, and people's time to get there. It would be really cool. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I feel confident that we can fill some venues up for sure. I think so I think too. we can do it. If we do like this live show at like a big venue and get a bunch of people there, and then if we just do other live events, live shows that aren't broadcast, just like bounce around, like let's go to New York and do a show there. Let's go to Austin, Texas and do a show there. We have a, a huge following in the UK. Let's go to London and do a live podcast there. I think it's something that we can definitely start doing in 2023. I think it'd be a lot of fun and people would enjoy it. Get ready for the Raiders tour. Ra- Raiders of Lost podcast tour On 2023. Tour. We got to get a van, bro. An RV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring Juno. We're gonna do a, we're gonna hit Juno the, would hate that. We're going to hit the dive bars, man. <laughs> Just show up to pl- and do a show to three people. <laughs> We gotta earn our, our. That's the LA musician <laughs> tour. We gotta earn it, man. <laughs> Juno hates cars, though. But I, oh yeah, he hates anything. Oh my god, he hates cars. He hates everything except for tuna fish. But I and think me. it'd be cool. And it'd be so cool to start meeting more people in person around the world. I think. I think that would be great. I think we can do it. Absolutely. Also, life update: my teeth are better than ever, man. I've been working on them. Like really proud of you. So man. much flossing, and I started using Crest White Strips, and they look like. They've they've never looked this clean before in this you like so healthy. white. I, they look fantastic. How it really works. Flossing now twice a day. I was I've been on twice a day for years, man. I have always been lazy off off and on about it. I try to tell people all the time, flossing is so important. It's more important than brushing. You should do it, it twice is. a day. I hands never, down. yeah, I never realized how important it is to your overall health of your body. And the- I have OCD about it. Like I can't like be around with if there's food in if food in my teeth. Yeah, I can't do anything. with I'm not OCD, but I've become to like really care about my teeth over like the last several months. And now, um, especially like chewing xylitol gum, which is amazing for your, your for your gums and for your teeth. It has great health benefits. It helps reduce cavities. It helps rebuild enamel that may have been damaged. Xylitol.com slash Raiders. Pure gum. <laughs> Coupon code Raiders <laughs> at Pure. No, just, just but it's actually great. It's a, it's a, xylitol is a, a sugar. A natural sugar that has antioxidant properties and uh, fights bacteria, the, the bad bacteria in your mouth and gums. So it's actually extremely good for you. And so I've been chewing tons of xylitol gum. You have for a while. Oh, this has been my lifestyle for like four yeah. years. I, I was doing xylitol <laughs> for a bit, but then I got out of it. I've been doing xylitol gum and yeah. flossing twice a day for like five years. Yeah. The the flossing is like you can notice how pro- I've been doing 
intense flossing for three months now, and I can see that there's less plaque in between my teeth by it's far. It's really important. That's you know yeah. that's that's what helps. That that's what causes like a lot of bad breath in people and just like yeah, it's the worst. It's the number one cause of bad breath. Yeah, it's just having shit yeah. in your teeth. It's yeah. like remember when you had your wisdom teeth out? It just nastiness is Ugh. in there. That's oh yeah, it's going on inside your teeth and all those germies and so. I floss twice a day vigorously. Like I'm in there, like yeah. And also the the plaque and bacteria that gets stuck in there if you don't clean it out, it causes all sorts of health problems in your in your body. Would you watch like a teeth heart podcast? disease? Heart disease is uh, one of the co- is one of the main causes of it. What doesn't cause heart disease? Actually, yeah, there's a ton of stuff that causes. It. <laughs> you know what doesn't cause heart disease? Running. <laughs> it's true. I don't think you'll ever have heart disease, Jim. Well, there is also the the belief, and some a lot of people think it's a myth. Some people think it's true that like you have a certain amount of heartbeats in your life that you've been like issued, and that like if you it run too, like... if you run too much, then you run too much of your heartbeats out. That's silly. Some people believe that you have like a specific amount of beats that your heart will. Then pump. why do does some people? I mean, I don't know. That, I don't think that makes any sense. Hey, man, if your he- if your organ is healthy, then it will stay healthy. I know, but people are just saying that like there's a preset number of beats. All right. Or is it like I don't believe it. I'm just saying it's on people, like a chart. Let me see how many I got left. And a lot of people think that like running long distance for like decades just like takes away days and years in your life. I well, I mean everything I've seen that for biologists and scientists and athletes who've done research on it is the probably the big the the number one savior for long the n- number one thing for longevity is cardio. Well, cardio and and weightlifting. Yeah, cardio and weightlifting are the biggest uh, d- helps to longevity in life. So strength I think, training. Is, I don't think they've seen any of that research. Strength training is integral to like long term health, muscular muscle, health, bone, your muscle, bone density. The, yeah, the size of your muscles. If yeah. you keep lifting weights, you don't have to be ripping two hundred pound deadlifts <laughs> at the gym. Don't get to do the James at workout se- at seventy pounds. Don't I don't. Do I'll James never workout. deadlift again. I don't deadlift anymore. I'll never deadlift again. Not like the issues with the back. I don't think I'll ever heavy squat on a rack again either. I never will. I, I always got problems from doing heavy squats with a on I always had the barbell and I, I haven't done it in like a year sometime like once in a while a blue moon I'll go do it with pretty light weight but I know a lot of people like it's their thing to like put on some like 45 pound plates and like yo I can squat 250 that's awesome good for you but I'm not gonna do that I'm not about that life anymore because like I always get a back injury after I start go- going up to too much weight and I know I know some people aren't meant to squat, like their body oh, yeah, structure. Yeah. It's not meant to. You're not meant yeah. to do it. Not everyone's made for squatting heavy. I do plenty of squats, but with kettlebells, I'm kettlebell. I kettlebell like crazy, but I don't think I'll ever heavy squat again. And it's actually it's terrible for your joints long term if you do it regularly long term. I saw this. I listened to this podcast where one of the most famous bodybuilders ever. He who like Ronnie Coleman? Yes, yes, that's who it was. He was talking. They the interviewer asked him about deadlifting. He's like. You should not deadlift unless you're competing. You should not deadlift. Yeah, that's I've heard that from a bunch of bodybuilders that I've listened to on podcasts, like huge, enormous gladiator monster dudes that are like, I would like there's no need to deadlift unless you're in competition to deadlift for a deadlift competition for max weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's you, what I mean by competition. But I mean like, yeah. hey, live your life. Deadlift, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, love yeah. deadlifting, deadlift yeah, yeah. the hell not out saying of it. A de- not deadlift. Yeah. I'm just saying I probably won't ever deadlift or heavy squat because of the issues I've had with my back that have I'm sure were caused by improper form when I was young and doing them early on. That's usually how those injuries happen and then just it can never get fixed for me. But that's that's my reason. But I mean, if you have proper form and you love deadlifting, you rip those weights, player. Yeah, rip them. Rip them, bro. Rip them hard. Send videos of ripping rip those girls and I, but i did always there is like a bit of peer pressure where you don't want to you kind of want to like push yourself when people are around you, you. want to look like you're jacked yeah, exactly bro. i always kind of look cool victim. i did fall, fall victim to that and then i would push myself too hard and 
it would just get like really like injured and lingering things. And I stopped doing it a while ago. I'm just all about, you know, I like lifting. I like it's all longevity, cardio, weightlifting, not crazy, but like I'm pretty strong, pretty big. Anthony just wants everyone to have fun. Yeah, have, <laughs> have a good time. Except for that guy at the gym you all know about. <laughs> you got to come do my leg day, man. I'm all about I've leg day. I've done your leg day. I don't like it. No, you haven't done my my crazy leg day before. I've, I've done a leg day, and I hated it. So I'm not going to do your crazy <laughs> this, leg day. Well, you would hate this leg day. <laughs> what makes you think I would want to do Just that? Saying, like, if you want. I'm great. I walk uphill, and that's it. That's my leg day. It's, it's terrific. <laughs> it's awesome. I love leg I I'm doing leg day tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. You should see him. He... uh. He goes into the uh, the stretch room. It's it's not the just the stretch room. room. It's, the, it's the aerobics dance room. Listen, it's, he, <laughs> hey, it's nothing. Don't be ashamed, man. Why you describe it like that? That's what, what is it? Well, some people do dance in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of dancing going on in there. Not a lot. This is at least three hours a day. No. Oh, yeah. the classes? Yeah. yeah that's where they hold that's classes. What I mean. Yeah, it's the dancing no, room. No, some people will solo just be dancing in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, don't be ashamed, man. No, well, okay, yeah. continue your But set, you do that. Set. You do like a crazy test leg day, but you do it there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Away from it, everyone it's else. It's more air conditioned. It's cooler in there and better yeah. lighting. And I don't have to, <laughs> it, was I don't also, have... it was also a place during lockdown to keep your your mask under your yeah, nose. <laughs> I would hide away from everyone <laughs> in there. Too. That's why I started going in yeah. there. I was like, I'm sick of this. I, I'm wearing gloves. I'm wearing baseball gloves and, and 17 masks at the gym. <laughs> I'm going in the aerobics room and I'm going to face the corner away from the security cameras and put the mask below my nose. That's what I, I Sorry would do that. if you want to attack me, attack me, but I did what I did and I'll, it is what it is. I did the same thing. I was alone in, in Shh, facing a wall. Don't tell anyone. We were all doing stuff. Everyone who went in there did that. Everyone most, did. Most of every, mostly everyone. So many people go in there and be like, <sighs> <sighs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly candles, Cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. That's what I would do. I would walk in there. I'd be like, oh, my God, I can breathe. Thank God, this is there. No, but, I, yeah, I go in there. That's where I do my solo workouts, and I don't have to deal with, like, crowds of people hogging machines or, like, the the, the anxiety when people are watching you and, like, they're, like, waiting for you to finish up, and then they're going to be on it for 45 minutes, and oh you don't God. have to deal with any of that. I just take my – It's nice because – I take yeah. the 45-pound kettlebells, the 35s in there, and I'm in there for an hour and a half. That's like, cause that happened to me the other day. This young guy, he just, he, I'm on the the smaller cable set, the same spot, the same, <laughs> the same spot. spot. Were you doing the same workout? I was doing chest day this time. Yeah, I was there. For, weren't you doing I, chest day last time too? I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When the, when I, the, but I had just started this time. I had, actually last time I started, I had just started too. Did this guy call you a bitch too? No, he. <laughs> but he comes up to. He's on the turf, and the turf is like right next to this machine and the other cable machines. And he comes within like six feet of the cable um, set where I am. And I'm just standing there. And I was resting in between my sets. And he just stands there, 
like kind of facing me with his, and then he puts his hands on his hips. I mean, so it, how close is he to you? He's as close as you are now, maybe a little closer. And is he on the turf or is he's on the turf? And he's facing me, but like if like facing like just off to me, <laughs> and so he's just like this. That's really uncomfortable. And then I did one more set, and then he walks up to me, and I just go one more. I'm doing one more. I just go one more. He's like, oh, okay, man, okay, man. And then he steps aside and he stops doing his stupid fucking posture. I was like, dude, you do not walk up to someone, put your hands in your hips. It's like not your gym, bro. It's not. This isn't your cable machine. I had I have a better story. I told you it earlier, but I'll tell everyone uh, that happened to me yesterday. So I went to the curling bar rack that we have at our gym, <laughs> and now it's like one of those st- standing curling bar racks, and it has two curling bars. It's the bars. angle. What do you call it? Yeah, it's a cushioned angle. Yeah. It's a curling bar rack. Mm-hmm. And so it's the one where you can lean forwards, and you can really isolate your biceps. And each side has arms that can hold the curling bar. One's higher than the other, but it, I like to stand on the side where, you, where like you're going to lean forward, but I don't isolate my arms. I just stand while I do it. And I let my curling bar rest on the two hands on the side here. And I like this one because you can face a mirror that's like 20 feet in front of you. So you can check your form. Check out some games. Is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I did like three sets. And I was going to do one more set of curls. And then I was going to do a shoulder workout with him. Like a shoulder pull-up kind of workout. And then, but at, on, on my third set, I noticed some guy like same kind of thing. Like six feet away looking in like almost directly at me but like body's like an angle to the left yeah. so that it's like not exactly looking at you but i could tell he's waiting for the curling rack and this rack it has two curling bars that you can just take and do anything anywhere in the gym you can take the curling bar the other one was free just go take it to the turf go take yeah. it to my aerobics people dance bring room. it all over the place yeah build it's fine. build a thousand yeah. pounds on it put, yeah. put put seven 45 pound dumbbells on it like go have a take blast. it home if you want <laughs> But I'm like, I guess he wants to use the curling rack after me, but I'm going to do another exercise after this. And then I, I did uh, my fourth set, and I was about to switch it to the shoulder workout and put a, a little more weight on. And then he comes up to me. He's like, and I had my headphones, and I didn't exactly hear him. He said something. I thought he said, can I use this other curling bar? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not using it, man. Go for it. And then I realized that I misheard him. And what he said was, do you mind if I use the other side of the curling rack? And I and and so he's, and this is nothing. No one, you don't do this. This is, this is really not something people do. This is really weird. So he he started setting up his curling bar on the opposite side of the cushioned, the angled cushion. And I guess the plan was we were just going to do curls, staring at each other's <laughs> faces, a foot and a half away from each other. And so I was like, oh my god, is this guy really setting up curls? In front of me, and he want, we're going to face each other while we do curls. I hope you've maintained eye contact the entire time. I was so uncomfortable, and when I realized what he was doing, I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to break down these weights, and I, I left. I skedaddled. It was just really weird to, like, he wanted to do curls, like, staring at me, like, looking, facing each other Intensely. a foot away. Yeah. I've never met you before in my life, and we're about to just heavyweight do some curls in front of each other. It would have been a special moment. It was really uncomfortable it would have been for me. Great. It was really uncomfortable for me. I was just like, "This is weird." I'm I had just, here. I had just missed it by like a minute. Yeah, because I, I came, I came in and saw you, and you told me you were doing some nice uh, rows right there. Dude, my form is incredible. You're doing great. It? Some nice rows. Seventy pounds. Whoa, whoa! Watch so, out. Did you hear that, guy? Seventy. <sighs> Watch out! Watch out, man! I mean, I do uh, seventy pound dumbbells each. Dumbbells? Arm. Yeah. Of rows? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was thinking curls. <laughs> no, no, not curls. I'm not a monster. <laughs> what do you do? Do you stand up and lean uh, forward? I, I um, I put my knee and hand on the bench. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'll do. Uh, I switch off every. Do you other flatten time. it or are you on like? I flatten seat? it. Yeah, I flatten it. But um, every other time I'll either do the cables for rows. 
or I'll do a dumbbell. I if me, I do me, that, me and Leroy, we we have a pretty great back day. If I do that, I I lean stomach down on a decline. I mean, an incline bench at an angle. Mm-hmm. I like it better with um just putting your knee and hand on it better. I don't like the sit. I don't like like lying on the angle bench. I, I never. Feel it's very vulnerable. It is like your, your <laughs> ass is you're out. Just like you look like right, you're about, you're about here to take I go. It. My butthole is literally you're, you're, up for the for people to see. Your feet are wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably look ridiculous, and I'm taking up a lot of space. A few people do it. I see a few people do it, but not for me. Not for me. <laughs> it's a great workout. Though. Oh yeah, it's a good workout, but. There's other ways to do the row. <laughs> no, but your form was exceptional. Oh, but, on the but, but Leroy, the Leroy and I, cable rows. Yeah, yeah. Leroy and I are having pretty intense back and back and by. I've been doing nowadays. different kinds of rows, but this just turned into a workout podcast. <laughs> know, right? So that's the cable rows that you know most people do. But I've also been doing standing rows with a barbell. Where I stopped doing those. It's it's. You can easily hurt yourself. You yeah. gotta really clench your abs and your your glutes. You really get you really get squeezed. You can't do too much weight. You can, you can hurt yourself real easily. But I also do my my favorites, the forty five pound kettlebell rows. Where Ripping them. The, yeah, I ripped those things. It's called it's called the a gorilla row where you just like lean forward, hunch oh, yeah, over. You, you, you squat me. and yeah. hunch over, and you just flatten your. You make your back like parallel to the ground. It's really good. I recommend it. But when I do cable rows, I don't do the joint. I do isolated handles for oh, each for oh, each cable. You. That way you can really isolate those those traps, really bro. Isolate Get those them, traps, man. <laughs> Maybe I'll teach you sometime. This is literally turned into a fitness podcast. Well, we haven't talked about fitness for a while, and we have a fitness thread on the Discord, which I love talking. Yeah, I, I interact in that yeah, one a lot yeah. for sure. That that's a lot of fun. Everyone's uh, getting in pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we're just trying to we're helping like everyone like get motivated. I think to go to the gym, which is really cool. We got a bunch of DMs from people saying that like they they've been working out because they've been listening to the show and we talk about it on the weekend <laughs> chat all the time. <laughs> Hell yeah, we talked about plenty of stuff before working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's, there's plenty. Yeah, there's there's lots to talk about. What, what else should we talk about? We have well, spooky season's almost over. You're going to Universal. I'm going Halloween Horror Nights, Halloween which Horror I cannot Nights. wait. So they're gonna have they're gonna have Death Eaters there. Yeah. So what they do is the the park operates normally at Universal. Um, during the day, it's going on. It started in September. This goes until like uh, I think it ends the first week in November or something like that. Halloween Horror Nights. So at seven p.m., the park goes like horror park time. And so like I think you can't be admitted if you're under the age of fourteen to Halloween Horror Nights or thirteen. So you have to be thirteen or older to get in. And also, do they just kick all the kids out? <laughs> I don't know if it's like if you're already there, you're there. I mean, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna walk? Get around? out! How old are you? Eleven. <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> when's your birthday <laughs> you're 37 <laughs> so i think that it's like coming in at 7 p.m you you have to i don't, I don't know the rules i haven't been yet so i'll find out but i can't wait because at 7 p.m halloween horror night starts and it goes until 2 a.m and they Damn. the whole park turns into horror nights they do death eaters and stuff in wizarding world so they're walking around and i can't wait they have haunted houses and haunted mansions and different kinds of rides and it's just going to be spooky as hell, and I can't wait to check it out. Also, update in the house, we got an air fryer. Dude, the we, air fryer. We were gifted an air fryer. My goodness, what a life-changing machine this is. It's terrific. I, I'm cooking everything in this mother effer. Motherfucker, oh yeah, it's the weekly chat. We cuss in this one. Those potatoes look great. Dude, I've cooked chicken thighs. I've cooked chicken breasts. I've You cooked salmon that looked great. Yeah, salmon was I bomb. did potatoes. I did an onion. and I did like onion rings, kind of. I've cooked chicken nuggies. Chicken nuggies. 
I've been <laughs> cooking in the t- You know I eat them every week. Yeah, I, I eat chicken nuggets every week. Me, me and our old roommate or chicken, tease him about chicken tenders. We call, chicken him his, we call him his dino nuggies. Nuggies, kid. <laughs> nuggies. Delicious. But they're they're grown up nuggies. Though. They're grown ups. They're, they're not kid shapes or anything. All right. <laughs> they're not like ABCs. They're rhombuses. Yeah. They're they're whatever. It's a thing. It's a shape. They're a rhombus. It's a nugget. It's a nugget, bro. It's not a stegosaurus it's a anymore. Nuggie. So, but I eat, I eat nuggies and tendies every week. I love them. I love fried chicken. It's like one of my favorite foods. So, but we've been using a toaster oven for years. I I cooked chicken nuggies in them in it the other night. Life changing, <laughs> life changing event. I but I still think the uh, I, I I love the toaster oven. It's insane how much I use the toaster oven to cook. Yeah, you use, yeah, you'll I use never, it you'll never stop. You love the toaster oven. It's it's just a way easier way to bake really quickly. Because mm-hmm. it bake, it's just baking. It's just smaller. It's just it's different though. It gets, it's individual size. Yeah, obviously baking. it gets hotter way faster. But the way it cooks the food's a little different. It cooks a yeah. lot faster. Yeah. So you like I love to cook salmon in it, but you have to keep an eye on it. And once, like, and I because I like my salmon a little rare, like not fully cooked all the way through. Not like rare like a steak, but like it's still like a portion of the interior is still raw. That's like and it's juicy. Like that's the best kind of salmon. But you have to keep an eye on it when it's when it's cooking. So the toaster oven. Is a perfect way to cook things. Also, I can tell when meatballs are done or meatloaf is done when it starts sizzling on the crust of the beef. Then you know the interior has cooked through, and then all the the bread or breadcrumbs is holding the juices inside. So that's that's how you can tell it's done. You don't need to time it. Just you can do a lot of cooking just from your nose and from your eyes. Like a great way to tell if something's done, if you're not sure if it's done, especially in the microwave, if you can smell it. Then it's done. If you can't smell it, it might need a little more time, especially in the microwave. That's a great way. Just using your nose, unless it's pork or chicken, you got to make sure that yeah, 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 through. yeah. But if you're like heating something up, like even even like a frozen dinner or or something that's refrigerated, the best way to tell is once you can smell it. Oh yeah. And then for something like a toaster oven, using your eyes to see if it's how it's cooking. Back on the air fryer, you oh, yeah. can also make jerky. You can make dry. Oh fruit. yeah. It has a dehydrate setting, so I can't wait to test that out. You gotta try that. Yeah, I'm oh, I have some steak. Try that it with the steak. I'm gonna cook tomorrow in the air fryer. How long does it take? Do you think? I don't know. Probably like probably like a couple a hours. Day. No, not that. Probably long. like eight hours. Nah, probably like an hour. An hour to make jerky? Yeah, man. Dude, that thing's a pretty intense piece of technology. Well, okay, I guess it, yeah. I, I guess you're like acting like it's like <laughs> the latest this thing. Basically, it got us to Mars. <laughs> State of the art. This it's, it's an air apple. Fr- apple made it. It's an air fryer, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a savage? <laughs> Jesus. But I guess if you're smoking jerky, it takes uh, like all day. But if you're just air frying it, I'm not. I've never made it, so I'm not an expert. But I'm curious to try it out. That, then that's like I can't believe you just acted like you knew it would take an hour. Unbelievable. I know. I was so being, confidently. I was being a jerk. Yeah, you were like, it takes an hour, you idiot. I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. But yeah, air fryer is life-changing. It's my new favorite thing in the kitchen. Hey, have you looked up recipes? I haven't looked up any recipes yet. I've just been kind of just like, I've only we've only had it for like three days, four days. What are you waiting for, man? I gotta go to the grocery store. I, I want to make some chicken cutlet. We've been busy, man. There's a lot going on. We've been seeing a lot of movies. We, saw we haven't seen a lot of movies. Yeah. We're running two podcasts. We have our own business. We're trying to do a bunch <laughs> of other stuff on the side, too. We're trying to get this live event going. Oh, yeah. Lots, every lots every going day on. is busy. We did a watch party the other got day. Got a lift. Got to hit the gym. <laughs> I got to get my miles in, man. Life is a grind. <laughs> All right? I don't have time to always look up air fryer recipes. Hey. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. I'm definitely going <laughs> to. If anyone has an air fryer recipe, send them my way. Oh, yeah. Whatever it's for, oh, yeah. I will, I will try too. it out. I want to know, too. But it's, it's super fun because I always— You know what I've started cooking lately? Asian food. 
like very simple Asian cuisine, rice noodles and rice dishes. It's really terrific. Like, remember I gave you that some of that pork? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's just like really terrific, like just simple sauces, sesame sauce. I mean, soy sauce, uh, fish sauce, sugar, sesame. What's your favorite kind of Asian cuisine? I love. I think Asian cuisine is top tier in like. Oh, it's terrific! Every like Japanese, Chinese, Thai, Vietnamese—it's all fantastic. I mean, I would gonna—I probably gonna say Thai or Chinese. Although I haven't had much authentic Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, Korean barbecue is terrific, but I've had a lot of Thai food and. Um, joy. Yeah, Korea, the Korean barbecue we had a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, mind blowing. But I love I love um, Joy, the Vietnamese restaurant near us. That's it's fantastic. It's not Vietnamese. It's, it's Taiwanese. A, it's Taiwanese. Yeah, it's not Vietnamese. Oh yeah, I think you might. It's Taiwanese, you're right? It's a fusion. But um, I I think I love Japanese because sushi is so good, and also I I just love Thai food though. I think Thai is incredible to me. I pad Thai is one of my all time favorite dishes. Chicken, pork, beef. It doesn't matter what's in it. Shrimp, whatever. I love pad Thai. I love curry dishes. I'm also a huge fan of Indian food as well. But I mean, we're huge fans of everything. But I yeah. think there's something about Thai. It's like the peanut sauces as well. I, I just adore it so much. Yep. I got. I gotta say, you know what? If I had to taste pick... buds fire on all cylinders, man. Oh yeah. Oh, knocked it out of the park. I gotta say Chinese though. Chinese is as I because I love I love the fried foods and I love, I love the sauces. Oh, oh man. man, we had so much Chinese Chinese food in New England in, in like the Boston yeah, American Chinese Boston yeah. and America in New York. Fantastic American Chinese food, so good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but like Pine and Crane out here is like a really great authentic Chinese restaurant, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's like one of the best restaurants in Chinese. LA. Is, Chinese food is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I gotta I go love, Chinese. I love all I, cuisines. I'm still I, I do, I'm yeah. still yet to try a cuisine I don't adore. Me either. I love all. I love all cultures. I love every kind of food I've ever. I love eaten Indian much. food, except for I've had escargot for French dishes, and I didn't like that. But I, I've I like French dishes otherwise. Yeah, I wouldn't say like that's like. French food. <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah, like one right. particular thing. <laughs> um, I would try it, but yeah, I tried escargot. I haven't had it, but I would try we it. We had it when we were on a cruise once. We did? Yeah. Did I have it? I had it. And it was weird. I can't remember. It was it. really weird. I don't recollect that at all. I recollected it. I still recollect it. I can picture it right now. Nice. How's it look? Weird. <laughs> weird as hell. Now I want some noodles, man. I want some noodles. I'm nudes. hungry now. Yeah, I'm very hungry. Woo. I think we need to get some snacks. All right, that's weekly chap number 27. How's that feel? Feels wonderful. <laughs> Felt like a great episode. <laughs> I wanted to say something naughty, but... <laughs> oh, naughty, Anthony. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Raiders of Lost Podcast. Episodes this week we had yesterday, House of the Dragon, episode 9, the penultimate to the season. We reviewed it. Tuesday will be the finale review for the final episode, which airs on Sunday. On Monday, we did an episode on... The great topic of, um, <laughs> what do we do? We did the Harry Potter rankings. The Harry Potter rankings with our friend George Carmi. Yeah. Movies and stuff from TikTok. And also real Movies talk. Movies and stuff 14, man. Sorry, right. 14. In real talk. Uh, that was on Monday. Tomorrow, Thursday, our episode, I mean, yeah, our episode will be on. Scream Queens. Scream which Queens. Which I have to edit. <laughs> yeah, you're edit. a fast editor. I got to edit tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get it done. You better. That'll be fun. Just the fi- like most iconic final girl Scream Queens in, in horror history. And then Monday, we got some more stuff coming for you. So stay tuned for those episodes. We'll keep you posted on if we eventually, in the next couple of weeks, can land a venue and a, and a date. Probably looking at January for a live event, most mm-hmm. likely in Los Angeles. 
And then it'll also be broadcast live for anyone who wants to get a ticket digitally. Around the, and we're going to try and do a time that everyone can watch so it, no matter like what country you're in. So probably like around noonish, 1 o'clock, Los Angeles Pacific time, so that people in Europe can watch it, people in Australia can watch it, because we have fans all over the world that listen to us. And we want you all to be able to attend the, the live event, even if you can't come in person. I think it'll be so much fun to see how many people we can actually get on the live global digital event. It would be so cool. I'm excited. I think it'll be great. So we'll keep you posted on that. We'll be working with that company soon to book a venue, hopefully. Otherwise, hope you all have a great rest of your week and weekend, and take care. See you next time. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.